Before we start, I'd like to have just a little heart to heart with you, my sister. I know you feel like time has been running from you. You've been overwhelmed with a busy schedule. You feel all over the place with all kinds of distractions coming between you and God. Sometimes you even feel unmotivated to read your Bible. You feel like it's practically impossible to have a deep Bible study every day because there simply is no time. I know you feel like the only thing you can do is have maybe a quick made-for-you devotional that perhaps helps quench your thirst for God just a little bit, but never really satisfies the hunger that you feel to have a close connection with your Father in heaven. Sister, I know how this feels because I have been there. I'm here to tell you that there is a way for you to actually get deep in your Bible every single day and truly connect with God in much less time than you think. That way, sister, you can have the kind of peace that only God can give you. And most importantly, you can grow in your faith. Do you know what it takes, sister? It takes developing a Bible study routine that will create a lasting habit. Sister, sister, it is time to say yes to growing your most important relationship. So I have a question for you. Are you ready to take back your time with God? Are you ready to stop letting the enemy get in the way of your most important relationship? My sister, I want to sit down with you to develop a strategy that will work specifically for you and your unique time needs. A strategy that can help you draw closer to God every day through a consistent and effective Bible study routine. Just go to the intentionalchristianwoman.com to book your call with me today. I look forward to hearing from you, my sister. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Sister, I just had to come in here and share with you something I read this morning that was just really like touching to my heart, like really, really made me think. You ever read Bible verses that where you just stop and you just like, hmm, let me sit still with this one for a little while. And I think, you know, a lot of verses we can do that with, right? But there's just some that just make you like actually ask yourself questions like, am I doing this? Am I being like Jesus? Am I, I don't know, you know, um, how, when was the last time I was like this? When was the last time I imitated Jesus this way, you know? And this is one of those uh, stories where I'm reading in the book of Mark and 
it really just made me think about my responsibility towards others, towards other other people and, and specifically other women. Like, what is my responsibility as a disciple of Jesus, as a Christian towards others, whether it's other brothers and sisters who are in need and which the Bible teaches we need to take care of them or other people outside even of the church that are in need, which Jesus also did as well. He took care of them as, as well. And, you know, I was thinking like, wow, why is this important? Obviously, we're going to imitate Jesus. But, you know, sometimes we can have these times in our walks with God. And, and this is normal, by the way, this happens, okay, where we're just maybe having a dry season or a just a time of where we're just not really thinking about others very much. We're not even we're not even thinking about God as much as we used to. And it could be for various reasons, um, but a lot of times it, it something has has perhaps um, unmotivated us, and we can you know sit here and talk about all the different reasons. It could be sin in your life. It could be oftentimes it is that it's perhaps a character sin of some kind, um, usually. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's you know we're going through something emotional, and or maybe we're just not even aware of what's happening. Uh, and so we get into this zone where we focus in on ourselves. But actually, I want to come here to encourage you and challenge you if you are in this season in your life to really, I'm going to bring you scriptures to help encourage your heart, to help you uh, kind of not get out of the season because we're going to have these seasons uh, and sometimes we just got to go through them. But I want to help you to not just survive in this season, but I want you to thrive in this season, thrive in this season of maybe more dryness, more not that much motivation. You can still thrive during these times. You can still move forward. You can still go. You can still do amazing things for people, despite whether you feel like it or not. The Bible talks about, you know, Jesus teaches us to deny ourselves, take up our, our cross daily and follow him. And that's not, you know, when I, when I think about that, I, I think about, you know, beating yourself up and no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my initial thought. Like you got to beat yourself up and get yourself. No, not, not really. Okay. <laughs> it is really our denying our selfish thoughts, our um, perhaps focusing on us too much. Um, maybe taking that one step, doing one thing to deny ourselves. It doesn't even have to be that we have to, you know, uh, obviously not even be perfect, not even close, but just do one thing to step forward in this season to, to say, Jesus, I know you're with me. I know you're carrying me and I'm going to rely on you, my Jesus. And even through this time where I don't know when I'm going to get out of this season, but I'm still going to rely on you. And I still want to be like you. So help me to do maybe one thing this week to just be like you one thing. What, how can I be like you? How can I be like you? Tell me. And you know, it's amazing when you pray those prayers, God answers your prayers. He He really does. Like he will show you needs. He will open up doors for you to, to be there for someone in the best to your ability that you can be for this season. He won't give you more than you can bear. The Bible says that he will not give you more than you can bear. You will have just enough and God will give you the strength. He will always give you the strength. So the scripture I wanted to reflect on, it's in Mark and uh, it's in Mark chapter six. 
and it's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. And there's a couple of things I'm not going to read the entire thing. You can go back and read it. It's um, actually Mark chapter 6, specifically in verse 30. And it it ends in verse 44. So Jesus feeds the 5,000. And I, you can go back and read the whole thing. If you haven't read it yet, you might already know the story. It's actually a pretty popular story. But um, there's two parts I want to really reflect on that really made me think about our responsibility towards people. Now, I want to um, say this first. You know, last uh, episode, um, last Monday, actually, we uh, we talked a lot about, you know, finding rest. And it's important to have peace with just resting and being with God and just being with God. So in last Monday's episode, if you haven't heard that one, go back and check it out. It's amazing. And it just gives you a really great practical on how to just be and be still and breathe and just find peace and in the turmoil and the the craziness. So I do want to point out that in this scripture, Jesus does that. He tries to do that with his disciples because they've, they've had a tough day. And earlier in the verse, in the verses, he did say, listen, you guys have been, you know, busy basically it says come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest so they went away in verse 32 by themselves to a boat to a solitary place but then (laughs) it says in verse 33 many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them so they couldn't even like really rest like i would think they probably took like a little break for sure getting on that boat and going to the other side there was a little bit of a break so that tells me hey you know, sometimes you can have a little break <laughs> just by getting on that boat and having a few minutes or 15 or however many minutes it took them. I don't know how, how long it took them, but it definitely was a break. But then when he got to the other side, he was, you know, Jesus, I think, was hoping he would have a, they would have a longer break <laughs> and they didn't. Um, and they could have. Jesus could have sent them away on the other side, but he didn't. You know what it says? And this is where I want to challenge our hearts today. In verse 34, it says, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd so he began teaching them many things and this was one point that i wanted to make because one of the points because jesus had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd who in your life or even just someone maybe you might meet um, this week uh, maybe it's someone in your life right now or someone that will come across, someone you can think about is like a sheep without a shepherd right now. Who's someone that is in need? Who's someone that needs your prayers and needs you to reach out to them and pray with them or go and take them food? Who, who, who's sick? Who's, think of someone who you can comfort, who just lost a loved one. How can you comfort them? What can you do? How can you serve them? Could you take them food? Could you, could you, you know, send flowers? I mean, you don't even have to spend money. You know, I, I remember... Um, and I know I still do this, you know, there's days where things happen, like people, you know, they give birth, um, they have people have people passing away, which is normal in life. Obviously, it's very hard time. And I don't we don't you know, we have a tight budget in this house. And so what do I do? I cook, I cook a meal and I take and I and I pour in my time and my effort. And to me, it's a joy to be able to send them a meal, not just send them, bring it to them. I actually bring them a meal. Oftentimes I'll put in a card in there and I'll make sure that they're taken care of. You don't have to spend money to be there for someone. You know, a little card could do a little. I'm thinking of you, you know, even a a, a call, a text, a voicemail, you know, to to one or more people like how who do you who have you had compassion on? How are you being like Jesus in this way? This is very important. And the other thing I was going to say is that 
<laughs> so later on in the scriptures, and this is the second thing I want to point out, is in um, in verse 35, if you go on, it just, you know, said, okay, well, it's very late. Go, uh, the, the disciples were like, listen, Jesus, go send the people away so they can eat. They must be tired and hungry. You know, go ahead and let them let them go and do their thing, you know. And Jesus was like, you give them something to eat. <laughs> in verse 37, he said to his disciples, you give them something to eat. He didn't say, okay, here, I'll take care of them. I mean, he sure did, because you see later on that he basically, you know, multiplies the, the little bit of bread and fish and turns it so much that they have even extra food feeding more than 5,000 people. Obviously, Jesus did the miracle, right? But he told them, you take it to them. You give it to them. And so, of course, the disciples were like, what are you talking about? How can we do that? We don't have money. Uh. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, tell me what you have. And say, OK, well, we have this and that. All right, great. And he told them, go and sit them in groups and, you know, and he'll give them specific directions. Sit them down, take the five loaves. And he, you know, he took and gave thanks to God and broke the loaves. And then he says, here, go distribute them. And he, my goodness, they ate and were satisfied and they picked up 12 baskets of broken bread and fish. I mean, they were they were overloaded with food. And here's what I wanted to point out with this is the fact that Jesus said to them, you give them something to eat. You know, the disciples did see the need of the people and they did tell Jesus, listen, they probably should go eat Jesus. Like, you know, let's, let, let's send them out. So they, they did have a heart of compassion too, right? They, they want to imitate Jesus. So they're like, I think maybe it's time for them to have a break, you know, and that was good. They were looking out, right? But they expected Jesus to do everything. <laughs> and the thing is, Jesus was saying, you can do something. And so that's what I want to point out is that we can do something. You can do something, sister. You don't have to. And Jesus is going to help you. He's going to provide the miracle. He's going to provide the need. He's going to give you what you need to help that person. He says, just do it. I will give you what you need. You go do it. You go do it. There is no reason, no excuse for us not to help someone else. Jesus will provide what we need to help that person. He'll provide the words of wisdom. Just ask, right? He'll provide through the Holy Spirit. He'll provide, and, and the Bible, of course. He'll provide the energy you need, the, the resources, whatever it is. He'll make the way because he wants us to do that for people. So Jesus is compassionate, but he's like, y'all need to do be practical too, okay? And and that's what I want to um, bring here is because, you know, oftentimes when I come here, I talk about how important it is to have a deep connection with, with God and read your Bibles and, and pray and all that. And I think reading the Bible is one of the strongest, really just is really the strongest, in my opinion, um, what I've seen in my life personally, spiritual discipline that you're going to have is to really hear the word of God because that's how we really get faith. The Bible talks about faith comes from hearing the message. So we have to read our Bibles. That is a non-negotiable. We have to listen or read or hear, you know, and not just on a Sunday morning or in a sermon or whenever you go to church, you know, it's on your own. Really listen to what God's trying to tell you and teach you every day. But how do you put these words to practice? You have to put to practice what you, what you hear. It's not just reading the word. It's Put to practice what you hear. This is a great way to 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 stop in whenever you you know read in your scriptures, whenever you you know do your Bible study. 
you can say, okay, how can I put this in my life? How can I apply this? To, how can I apply this particular thing to my life? And the beauty about the Gospels is that there's so much application in there that's so obvious. You can come out pretty much with anything, practically anything you read in the Gospels, in the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, for sure, and say, and even in the other, in the epistles, the other book, they're called the epistles, the other books in the New Testament, uh, in the, the letters of Paul and and um the letters you read and so anyway they're they're also have many 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 practicals too um the new testament is full of practicals the old testament i will say um does sometimes have practicals like that are obvious others no others is historical um but of course you can have the application um by having you know just really meditating on the word and seeing what god is telling you that day so but in this case we have a true real life 100% obvious practical. And that's what I wanted to bring to you today, because not only are we reading the word of God, it's important to read the word of God, but it's important to put it to practice. It's important to say how it's that deep part of the, of the read. So uh, if you, know, if you've heard some previous episodes I've had, I have taught you the read method. It's the sit, re, the sit and the sit and read method. <laughs> Those are two methods that I have brought to you. If you want to check out that episode, that is episode 163, so you can get more details on the sit and read method. But basically, the last part of my read method, which is the method you would do usually on the weekends or some when you have a little more time in the morning, it takes about you know 20 minutes. You can make it work in 15 minutes, um, but you know 20 minutes is usually what I usually do or more. And in the last part of the read method, it says decide and do. And that's the part where you're like, okay, what am I deciding today? What am I deciding to do today with that? So what is your decision today? Are you going to uh, get out of this funk in your life for a moment? Now, you're not going to get out completely. I will say that in this, you might not get out completely of, your, of this season of your life right now. It's okay. It's okay. God has a lot of grace on you, sister. Have grace on yourselves. Oftentimes we beat ourselves up and there's no reason to do so. That is Satan attacking us and Satan lying to us and trying to, you know, blame us and make us feel guilty. And no, we, we're sometimes going to have seasons, but how can you take, how can you thrive in this season instead of just surviving? What are little things you can do? One thing this week you can do, maybe one thing next week, one thing. And what's beautiful and I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to see as you are, as you are um, acting like Jesus and doing what Jesus does. I believe very strongly that you will come out of this season faster and quicker because you are putting the word of God to practice and you're going to feel and see and sense and and really understand the the effects of what you are doing as you are practicing um, the 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 basically practicing what God is teaching you that day. So I am grateful to have bought this to you today, sister. I just really wanted to focus an emphasis on the on the practical applications of the Bible, uh, particularly even and when we have seasons that are dry in our lives, seasons that are not very motivating. Uh, and I know because I've been there. I know my sister, I understand you. And if you need a little more help, you know, you can reach out to me. Just reach out by going to the intentional Christian You want to have a little 10 minute conversation with me on how I can potentially help 
help you if coaching is right for you if you'd want to come up with a strategy session it's just 10 minutes long it's free completely and i've opened up some slots some more slots actually now so you can go on to the intentional and book your call with me and we can just have a little conversation and see how i can help you i would love to help you this is why i started this podcast i really want to reach out and help my sisters to really have deep connection with god and really draw close to christ and have um, just really be an amazing disciple of Jesus. And so reach out to me if you want help. All right, my sister, I love you so much. Know that I am praying for you. I pray for you so often. And if you want specific prayers, just join the community Go by going our free community, which is uh, you just have to go to bit.ly slash let's be intentional. That's bit.ly slash let's be intentional on Facebook. It's a free community and it's growing. And I'm so honored that so many women have been joining our group lately. And it's so amazing. Like, I love the community. I love how people are women are getting more involved in there and i really love our prayer chat we check in with each other every week and just to you know see what can we pray for and god has been moving and answering prayers in that chat my sister i'm telling you join us join us join us for the prayer chat join us for the community go to the intention go to let bit.ly slash let's be intentional and join the group and of course reach out to me through by going to theintentionalchristianwoman.com if you want a quick little call and see how I can help you. All right, my sister, I love you so much. I wish you a beautiful week and I will see you in the next one. Hey, sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you. Know that I'm praying for you and I will see you in the next one.